You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And good morning or good afternoon to all of you out there. You are here live for the next half hour with Dr. Jeff Werber, your host for Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio's only live call-in radio show. Let me just stress those words again. Call-in radio show. We want to hear from you after this uh, wonderful July 4th. Hoping everyone had a safe July 4th. I want to hear about your pets on July 4th. I'm going to talk about my experiences as uh, getting emergency calls <laughs> like crazy yesterday. But yeah, I want to hear from you. Best way to get a hold of us is to call us at 877-385-8882. You can also go ahead and send us a note to Dr. Jeff, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. Or if you are on your computer right now, as I am from wherever, you can go on to the PetLifeRadio.com page. On the left, you'll see all the different shows here on Pet Life Radio. And you click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And then you can just join in on the conversation. On this little tab, there's a box there. Invite friends, Pet Life Radio. And right now, there are the only speaker is me. And I want to see some others because I want to hear about uh, your 4th of July, what you do or what you've done in the past to help your pets survive, uh, especially those that are fearful that become very anxious around the fireworks. And what's interesting is that I start getting the phone calls at least a week ago, uh, sometimes even longer, because I don't know, you know, depending on where you live, and we're here in Southern California, but we start hearing fireworks from different areas that, are, that you can hear the booms. Now remember, if we hear it, you know that your pets hear it, because their sense of hearing, much like their sense of smell, is so much better than ours. So they pick up things you know, that we would barely hear, and they pick them up all the time. It's, it's amazing. So um, all of a sudden, I get a call from somebody. Oh, my dog is panting. My dog is very anxious. Nothing's changed around the house. And I always ask about loud sounds anyway. Any construction going on nearby? Do you live near an airport? Anything like that. But no, this last week, I had fireworks, and, and I heard them as well. So uh, I want to hear how your uh, pets, especially your dogs, have done. Cats are a little easier because cats, let's face it, depending on who you ask, I think the, the, that innate smartness, um, you know, those that are the supporters of the cat is smarter will tell you, rightly so, that you put a cat outside to fend for itself and you put a dog outside to fend for itself, the cat's going to do better. You know, it's interesting when you see a cat running around the neighborhood with or without ID, you don't think twice about it. I mean, it's, it's, that's what cats do. When you see a dog running loose around the neighborhood, oh, my God, he must have gone out of somewhere. Uh, let's go catch him. Let's go look at his ID. Let's get him, take him in and get his, uh, see if he has a microchip. All of those things. And if he's a you know, tough dog causing problems, you're going to call animal control. But cats, cats are cats. You just, you, they do their thing. So I do feel that the calls that I get, interestingly, with four problems around this time of year, the 4th of July fireworks, thunder and lightning storms, etc., are going to be dog-related. And I will reiterate once again the very, very brief suggestion I had last week at the end of the show, mentioning also that it's probably too late to do anything about it. But if I tell you, if we go again through it now, that you have a whole year to work on this. 
And in a whole year, you should be able to do it. And your pet should do just great. So once again, while I'm waiting to hear from you at 877-385-8882 to let me know how things went with your pet or just kind of come in and join the conversation, then I will, in the meantime, we will talk about the suggestion I have, something you should start literally now. Because that way during the year, you can play it out and practice And hopefully, by the time the real thing happens, or even a thunder lightning storm, it will be a little different. And as a matter of fact, while you're doing the fireworks sound effects, you can also do the thunder and lightning sound effects. So that way, you'll basically be getting both these uh, reconditionings done, this counter-conditioning done at the same time. And what you do is this. You want to get, you can go online, and you can download sound effects. You can find them. And all different sound effects, you know, construction sound effects, thunder and lightning, sonic booms, planes taken on and off. I mean, you can find a sound effect for everything. We used to, for all, first of all, get these audio tapes. There's a little passe, wouldn't you say? Then we had the CDs. I still have a, a CD somewhere of sound effects. You can still get those, but now you can pretty much find anything online. So you download your sound effects for fireworks. And the key here is remembering that dogs' ability to hear perceived sounds is much better than ours, much more sensitive ears. So you're going to start sitting down with your dog in a good, comfortable part of the house, wherever it is you normally chill with your pet, and you're going to play this sound effect so low, it's, you probably won't even hear it, but your dog will. And play it for you know maybe 10, 15 seconds and give your dog big hugs and kisses and say, oh my God, you're such a good boy, and give a treat, and that's it. So the the sound is so low, it's not going to cause that anxiety or fear yet. So what you do is you continue on each session every couple of days, and you are going to play the sound a little bit louder. And your reaction each time is going to be the same. (gasps) Oh my God, you're so good. So basically what we're doing is conceptually, when you think about how we really like to train dogs, we like to a number of different techniques one is called operant conditioning. We'll talk about that another time. That's like clicker training, for example, is operant conditioning. And the other one is to desensitize and then counter condition. So we're not only trying to minimize or eliminate the fearful reaction to the loud sound stimulus. We are also counter conditioning him or her to actually look forward to it, to want to hear it, to like it. Why? Because they're going to get treats every time. They hear this, they're going to come to you. In fact, when it works, and it it does, when the fireworks start, your dog's going to be running to you happy, not tail between its legs, not wanting to hide, not looking for protection from you. They're going to come over to you because they want their treat because they're going to start making the association that that sound means I'm getting a treat and uh, I'm getting hugs and kisses. And it's a difference. So it's something they actually will look forward to. They can't wait. They're calling their friends and telling them, I can't wait till next year's 4th of July because I'm going to get all this attention and these treats. But the bottom line is they're not going to be fearful. It's no longer a fear response. It's something that we're going to look forward to. So you can picture it. You continue to play the sounds louder and louder. And, uh, and then hopefully they will get to the point where this is, means nothing to them. Sort of like when we hear background sounds. It means nothing to me. A perfect example. I am in my office and I'm in one of the exam rooms and I happen to be talking to my dad who was there. And all of a sudden in the middle of the conversation he goes, does this drive you nuts? I go, Dri- what drive me nuts? He goes, just listen. So I Stop talk for a second, I hear, and in the back, I can hear the dogs in the main treatment room. I can hear the run. I mean, just a lot of yapping dogs in the waiting room. I mean, let's face it, a veterinary hospital is a high-energy, noisy place. But for me, 
It's blocked out. That to me is normal background noise. I don't even think twice about it. So it's interesting. What we want to do is get to that point with your dog that these sounds in the background are just background. They don't do anything. They don't, they don't have an effect. If anything, there's something they look forward to because they're going to get some treats because of the desensitization and the counter conditioning. So that's kind of where, where our goal, if you will. And it's very easily done. The only thing is, as with any behavior modification technique that involves some desensitizing, involves some counter conditioning, it takes time because you have to go baby steps. You, for example, I mean, it's no different than this. I mean, think about it. I had a client call me yesterday. This was one of the few not Fourth of July related complaints, calls, that he had a dog with some diarrhea and we talked about putting him on a bland diet and then we were going to gradually switch him on to his regular food. So he called me and he told me that as soon as he got back to the regular food, the diarrhea started again. So my first question was, of course, is, well, let's go through the process again. He was doing well right on the, on the regular food. Yes, on the, the bland food. Yes, he was. So tell me how you, you made this switch. He goes, well, the, I put in 50% of his regulars old food and time out, 50%. I'm thinking you got to start with 10% and then do that for a couple of days. And then you boost to 20%, do that for a couple of days. And then 30%, do that for a couple of days. It's got to be a gradual switch. You have to ease the system back into it. And it's the same thing as we're talking about the desensitizing and the playing the fireworks sound effects extremely low. It's because we have to gradually, gradually Get them used to that sound. If you just go straight to like, I'm going to try this in four sessions and I'm going to go from zero, 25, 50, and then 100, it's not going to work. It's got to be zero, 3%, and then five, and then seven. And just you got to go really. That's why I even said last week, though it's a conceptually, boy, this could be great, but you're not going to do it in a week. It's going to take a lot longer than a week. So now that you, you are aware of the tricks, you're going to get it done. It's going to be a, the sound effects tapes, play them very small, make the association positive instead of negative. If you don't want to use treats, no problem. Just use hugs and kisses. Just a, you know, a good pat on the head. Good boy. Good boy. You know, dogs, hey, let's face it. Dogs love when we love them. They love to get the positive reinforcement and not the negative reinforcement, which is why, you know, think about it, as we mentioned, the reason why so many dogs continue to do this is because they come to you, they're fearful as all can be, their tails between their legs, they're frightened, they're trying to hide, they come to you for love, and what do you give them? Love. So what do you just do? You just reinforced the bad behavior. You reinforce the fear. The goal is not to reinforce the fear. The goal is to decrease it, to eliminate the fear, and make it something positive something good. So I still want to hear from you. So we're just you know, about to go into our, our short break, but 877-385-8882 or TR Jeff, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com, of course, or you can just join in the conversation here at PetLifeRadio.com. Click on the Ask the Vest with Dr. Jeff tab and start typing away. I do want to hear how your pets did this 4th of July. Let's share it with others. And then when we get back, we're going to share some of my experiences with the phone calls I got yesterday. So don't go away. We'll be back in a second here at Pet Life Radio's SMS with Dr. Jeff. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bringing home a puppy or new dog is exciting and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. 
With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, and thanks for... Coming back and listening to us here at Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And when we left, we um, wanted to uh, hear a little bit about your experiences with your pets during this past 4th of July. I actually had a relatively mild emergencies. Only one was very traumatic. A uh, dog, well, a young dog, actually, was freaking out, and he was a rescue. So, you know, with rescues, they could be a little bit more hyperreactive in that we have no idea what their prior history was where they lived, what kind of training they received, what kind of attention they received. So I, uh, I wasn't too surprised, but he was trying to dart, run in the backyard, freaking out from the sounds, they said, the owners. And he ran by a little latch from a fence that was, they had, it was a double latch. It was one high up and one low. And he literally ripped open his uh, side, just, just tore about a seven inch gash into his skin, through his skin, had to go to emergency. Most of the others are, are the typical. It's like, oh, my God, my dog is so anxious, won't stop, shivering and shaking. You know, interestingly, that owners know their pets. So they know that we start getting the phone calls, oh, a week or so before, two weeks before, can we get the tranquilizers? Can we get the Ace Promazine? Can we get the Xanax? Can we get Benadryl? All these things. And I'm thinking to myself, clearly, this is not the first time. Because if it were the first time, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know they would need anything. So instead of doing what we just discussed and trying to train and counter condition and take a little time and make it better, solve the problem, 
they opt for continuing just to cover up the problem with drugs. Certainly, I'm not a huge fan. Now, let's face it. If we have a dog that it gets himself so worked up, so anxious, you know, anxiety and stress is not a good thing on the body. We know that. So then is, is if you're looking at two evils, this anxiety on the body and the increase of cortisol levels and all the effects that that has on the body, or giving some acepromazine, right, to chill your pet for, you know, 12 hours, uh, of course, we're going to offer the ACE. But what I'd prefer is instead of doing that, would be to spend that time, the effort, and know, since you know that it's coming every year, you know from prior experience how your pets are, do it the right way. It's sort of like when treating allergies. And I say to people, yes, regardless of the drugs on the market, and there are some pretty darn good ones now, that can solve the problem through suppressing the symptoms, the itching, the scratching, maybe even steroids, which will help eliminate the actual allergic response along with other things. But it's not getting to the source. Regardless, it's the Band-Aid. Another example that drives me nuts is the hyperthyroid cat. And we've discussed this before here on the show. But on the hyperthyroid cat, we know that, yes, we can use a medication, right? Methimazole, felimazole. And yes, it could help the symptoms. But it's doing nothing really to solve the ultimate problem, which back when I started practicing was surgery. Let's remove that overactive thyroid gland or both if needed, and then supplement. Or now I recommend the radioactive iodine treatment the same way they treat people. But there, you're actually fixing the problem. And in many cases, the animal is left what we call euthyroid, needs nothing, no treatment, nothing. It's perfect. If the old-fashioned surgery, yes, you have to supplement with some thyroid supplementation. But when you're using the flimazole, which is a very effective drug for what it's supposed to do, it is just the Band-Aid. It is just masking symptoms, and you're stuck with it forever. So, you know, unless you have a, a cat that is so old, so infirm, that there's no way they're going to make it through surgery, there's no way they're going to make it through the radioactive iodine treatment, or when you're there, you just can't afford to do the treatment, then yes, of course, go with the flimazole. But if given an option, you want to go with something that is getting to the root of the problem. And that's how I feel about desensitizing these pets of ours during 4th of July, during thunderstorms, whatever, fireworks in general, is if you desensitize them, if you fix that problem at its source, then the animals do better and you don't have to rely on drugs, etc. Same thing with, as I said, allergies and all of these problems. So just something to think about, something to consider. But so I had about four or five calls. It's interesting. It's almost, I can predict the calls I'm going to get 4th of July. And, you know, of course, it's a closed day. You know, obviously emergency hospitals are open, but general practitioners like myself are usually not. So when I got my phone, I got my page, they know how to get a hold of me. And the, the calls are so predictable at this point. Usually, uh, they don't result in trauma, but uh, at least physical trauma. You know, the emotional trauma, <laughs> when the pet is shivering, shaking, anxious, panting, you know, hiding, hiding under beds. Really, it's sad. I, you would not like to see your pet like this, which is why, given the options of drugs versus nothing, yes, I'm going to go for the little ace promazine. You know, Benadryl is really good. Benadryl goes a long way. And uh, it, it does nothing for allergy, really, very little for allergy, because histamine is not a major player in the pet allergy. We've talked about this before, but it really does have a pretty good sedative effect. Things like Benadryl, things like Atarax, they can work pretty darn well. So think about that. Uh, you know, most people don't realize this, but if you look at many over-the-counter 
sleep aid medications for us. Of course, other than the melatonin type of of natural stuff, but I'm talking about the good old-fashioned sleep medications. The active ingredient, 25 milligrams diphenhydramine. What is diphenhydramine? It's Benadryl. It's Benadryl. So you can, you know, you're better off just buying some Benadryl. And it does have that effect on pets too. As a matter of fact, when it comes to allergies, the reason why we sometimes like to use it is because it does have that calming, that sedative effect. Now, there's something else out there. I want you to write this down and talk to your veterinarians about because it really is pretty effective. I've seen it work many times. It's a a new medication that's really not a medication. It's more of a supplement. And it goes under the trade name Zilkene, Z-Y-L-K-E-N-E. But here's, here's what it is. And I, and I think it's really fascinating because it's more of the naturopathic approach that I like. You know, also ProSense, the product line that helps support our show, has calming tabs. And the calming tabs have things like chamomile, valerian, passionflower. These are herbs, flowers that we know have a calming sedative effect. And it's not drugs. So if you have dogs, you can get them to take some of this. You look for the calming tabs by ProSense. That would be a great thing. Zilkin, the way it works, is, is a little bit different. Obviously, anyone who's seen nursing puppies or kittens or any mom who's nursed their baby knows that during the nursing process, the baby, the pets, whatever it is, are in a state of kind of like euphoria. They are so calm, so relaxed. Why is that? Is it just because they're nursing and getting the milk? Or is there something else to it? Well, researchers have found that in casein, casein is milk protein, there is a substance that has a natural calming effect, which clearly solves that question, answers that question as to why you watch a puppy or kitten nursing, they are in heaven. And it's because not, yes, I'm sure they're soothed, that they're bonding with mom, they're being fed, all those good things. But the actual calm is because of this substance in milk protein. So a French company actually harnessed this product, this substance, whatever it is. I guess it might be kind of like a hormone or a pheromone. And they've created, they put it into these tablets, these capsules called Zilkeen. And it really is effective. So it's really good for those times. Not, it's not something you want to keep them on forever. But when you know they're going to be in a stressful situation, you know that every time you go to work, in the morning they're a little stressed, the neighbors complain that there's barking. Fourth of July, thunderstorms, things that that are somewhat predictable and where you can actually give this capsule and it works extremely well. So I want you to, you know, again, think about that because that's a good idea. Think of some natural ways to calm your pets. That's okay too. But I guess the worst thing, if you know that you have a pet that gets this worked up, over fireworks, the worst thing you can do is nothing. So it's either going to be something drug-wise, if that's the direction you want to go, okay. Research it, though. Talk to your doctors. Go online. Something more natural, like a ProSense or a Zilkeen. Or take, in my opinion, the best approach would be to start now or, you know, give it, doesn't have to be now, today on July 5th, but give yourself a good six months. But put it on your calendars and start, you know, look into the uh, sound effects CD or the sound effects download. And start sooner when you have plenty of time to accomplish the task of desensitizing and counterconditioning. Make it fun. And what's going to happen is it's almost like anything. Why do I say when you teach your pets to have their teeth brushed, do it before a meal, before a walk, before playtime, before a treat? Because what's going to happen is at first it might be a little uncomfortable for them. But then dogs live by association. So they know that when they see that brush and they see that paste or they smell the paste or taste the paste, they know what's coming. Oh, my God, I'm going to eat. 
Oh my God, we're going for a walk. Or we're gonna, I'm getting a treat. So you're turning something that was difficult, was a negative, and you're turning it into a positive. And if nothing else, besides the fact that it's going to solve your problem, it's going to enhance that bond that you share with you and your pets. So it's great for bonding. And uh, the time that you're going to spend doing this exercise of desensitizing counter conditioning means you're going to spend at least 10, 15 extra minutes with your pet a few times a week, if not every day. So trust me, you're going to love it. They're going to love it. It'll probably bring down your blood pressure as well, knowing that your pets are not going to be so worked up come next year's 4th of July. Anyway, that's all we have time for. Next week, I'm going to talk about food. I'm going to tell you a little experience I've had uh, on my recent media trip. I was up in Toronto and Vancouver, and we're going to talk to some interaction I've had with a, uh, a Twitter person. Uh, who and we and a lot needs to be discussed about food. I think there's a lot to learn from my experience. So we're going to go there next week. Thanks again to ProSense and Kong, and we'll be here next week, same time here on Pet Life Radio. Have a good week. Let's talk pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.